Good morning. I'm Anna Marie. It's time again for Focus. Now, today we're talking with some people from uh, one of our local nonprofits from Goodwill, and we're talking with someone who's gone through the program called Opportunity Now, correct? Yes, ma'am. And you did an internship program as well? Yes, ma'am. Okay, it's Derek Nicholson. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, you're going to tell us about what happened with you at Goodwill and yeah. uh, how we got to you being a Goodwill Impact Award winner. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what is the program and how did it help you with Goodwill? So Opportunity Now was a program. I, it was started by, you know, the national uh, government. Like, they started it um the council, like the mayor's council and all that, they decided to come up with a program to help uh, kids in high school get connected to jobs. So basically you sign up. It was a web portal and you sign up for like whatever job you like. So if you feel like, you know, it was so many options, like you just whoever you feel like was best for you. And basically you sign up and you do an interview process and then you'll get a, a internship. And my first internship was through Goodwill with marketing. So okay. that was pretty much. The, How did you like that? What did you do with marketing? Uh, first, I liked it a lot because now I go to school for that in college. But it was nice because it opened up my eyes to realize that um, I don't have to just work, you know, fast food jobs. I don't have to, you know, do it. It, it allowed me to open up my mind and think like I could have a job like in, the, you know, corporate, you know, world and from where I'm from, you don't think like that. You think you can only do certain things. So It gave you a bigger vision of what your future might be, didn't it? Yeah, and it, yeah, it did. It, like, expanded. It's kind of like a rubber band, like, when you expand it. But, like, it, you know, it never went back to what it was before. It kept going. So it's like, yeah. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Appreciate it. So you said where you're from. You kind of don't think that way, yeah. Because like, what's the what's the scene? Like, if you're you're growing up and you go to school and you do this, and then you just the traditional thing, and so the thought process doesn't enter your mind, yeah, it, to it do doesn't. something different. Yeah, it doesn't. People, I feel like get comfortable. I don't know. I guess I've never really been comfortable at where I've been at. I know I can like reach more. So I guess like that's really where it starts is being comfortable. You know, you mm-hmm. see other people like, oh, they didn't go to school. They didn't, you know, they got this little, you know, job that they're cool with working. Like, it's not, having a job is good, but it's like, it's nothing wrong with working anywhere, you know, because you have a job and you're, you know, you're a working citizen. But I just, when you, when I had that internship, it made me think deeper because like I was saying, I thought I could only be this, but now I know I can be way more than that. So like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I talked with a psychologist recently and she was talking about really we're talking about kids and parents are like well the children are not thankful for what we've given them and it's really because that's normal to them to get all the things that they need and and some of the things that they want that's normal to them why would they go oh i'm so thankful they're just like this is how it is yeah and so that's how we all are in our lives and in our situations how we grow up how i grew up i remember thinking this is how it is this is what people do and it does take an outside force to kind of open your eyes and, and let you see, oh, wait, yeah. there are other ways. Yeah. And so you went into marketing with Goodwill. Yes, ma'am. Which meant what? You were sending out emails? What were you doing? Um, we did like a, a lot of variety of things. We showed us the process of doing email campaigns. Like they showed us websites to use, like a lot of a lot of interesting things. Um, But one of the things that I liked was we made our own campaign ad, like, like uh what was it basically campaign and 
for like our generation, Generation Z. So the campaign was target. Our target audience was our generation, my generation, mm-hmm. Generation Z. So that was cool too. What's the difference? Like, wh- how would you target uh, an older generation as versus uh, yours? Um, is it language? Is it? Yeah, it was a little more of like language, and then also like using social media as far as like getting the young people because you know, you well, everybody now has social media. But you'll most likely see more of like a youth on there, like more specifically on like Instagram or Twitter. You know, they'll be more on there like Snapchat, stuff like that. Yeah. And who's on Facebook? I guess like the older people. (laughs) But I'm on there, too. (laughs) Yeah. He started laughing as soon as I said it. He was like, oh, man, I'm going to be in trouble no matter what I say. (laughs) My grandma. (laughs) That's how I was just like, uh. (laughs) So what is some of the language that you would use when you're on Instagram, for example? Um, you would probably use more like of hashtags. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like, that's what I would think on with that is more of so like using hashtags and posting more to like the Instagram story or doing Instagram lives. You know, that's what I would see mm-hmm. on, on doing with Instagram. And then like with Facebook, you can do kind of the same thing with tags. But Facebook, I feel like I get more. And I see more news kind of stuff, related stuff on Facebook. So that would be like where I would post informational stuff for the company. You know, okay. Right there. And so you you liked marketing. Yeah. Yes, And ma'am. you did that through Goodwill. And then how old were you? Oh, I was like about like 17. I just turned around 17, I believe. Mm-hmm. And how old are you now? Um, I'm 21. I turned 22 this Friday. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> I appreciate that. So you graduated high school. Yes, ma'am. And decided, because you had been doing all this marketing stuff through the Goodwill program, uh, then you decided to do what with Uh, college? I decided to go to school for marketing. I major in marketing, and then I minor in political science and psychology. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. It's like, it has been like a little, you know, it's, it's, I like it. I like it because I got to get out of like the environment I was in, and I got to like really I've been out, like, not on my own because I've had support, but I've been out on my own since, like, 18 now. So, like, mm-hmm. having that step and being able to grow on my own and, you know, take the world at, like, still, like, an early age, it kind of helps me because I know, like, I'll be focused, like, later on. And you're going to be okay. You yeah. know, you start developing and you know that you have power, you have strength, and that you can do it. Yeah, yes, ma'am. Gives you confidence, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It makes you feel better because you're just, like, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing it when, not to say, like, when other people can't, but, you know, it makes you feel like, I'm doing something right, you know. Like I'm good. You made the choice to actually do it because you're right. N- not that other people can't, but sometimes it hasn't crossed their minds. Their mind. yeah. Yes, ma'am. That they could do something different. Yes, ma'am. So what did you find? I'm curious now, as you get out of high school and go into college, was there something that you found as a young adult that surprised you? You're like, well, I didn't even think about I'd have to take care of this. Or I'm just talking about life in general or school. Yeah. I guess growing up, I didn't know it was going to be, I guess, like this. You think, like, everybody has everything, like, so put together and stuff, but really everybody's kind of on the same level, unless you're, like, a millionaire and stuff. You know, like, <laughs> everybody's kind of on the same level. We all think kind of the same. So the the only thing that kind of took me by, like, surprise is just, like, how many people don't take advantage of opportunities, I guess. Like, cause even including myself, but I say that because like I got this scholarship and I did something that was like, like a couple of years ago, four or five years ago. So it made me realize like 
the things you do in the past do come back and it could be either good or bad. So like you do have to watch like the energy you put out. So I guess that's what I learned is like being mindful of growing up. That's just what I could say is being mindful of the energy I put out and, in, you know, take in because mm-hmm. it can come back. And you can't change the past, but you can you, yeah. move moving forward. You can change, you can change and focus on the energy you put out. Yeah, yes, ma'am. So now you're involved with. Monroe Harding. Yes, ma'am. Which is um, it's a uh, nonprofit organization. They really it's a lot in Monroe Harding. They have a lot of programs, but for me, I work in the hub, the reengagement hub, and basically our our audience, our target audience is seventeen to twenty four, and we help them get connected to resources such as like food, um, clothing, housing, getting back to education, you know, going to school and in jobs. So my job as a peer support worker is I help those people that are around my age and I just help like mentor them or guide them and just, you know, check in on them every day and make sure that they're good and have what they need to like succeed. So, like, yeah. Who does Monroe Harding help? Who are they serving? Who are the people that you're working with? How um, do these people get into Monroe Harding? So they on paper, it's, they're called dis, disconnected youth because they're not engaged in school. They're not engaged at work, you know. And there was a study, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but it was done like around last year or the year before. And there's around 10,000 disconnected youth in Nashville. And that's a lot. So, so somehow they're not with their families. Yeah, they're, well, they're, see, it could either be not with their families or they're just not in school. They're not working. Like they're not doing anything right now. And, you know, the, the plan is to get them involved in things to turn it around so they will be doing things, you know, and change and break the cycle of, you know, how it is. Do you feel like you were a little disconnected? Uh, yes, ma'am. Before I, I I joined, like, the opportunity now I worked with the internship at Goodwill, I believe so, because I, I, I used to play basketball a lot. Like, I was just playing sports. And then right into going into high school, I had knee surgery, and I just was scared to play. So, like, that's when I had to, like, I started working job. Like, around when I turned around 15, 16, I started working. And then, I like, you know, I was just, just working and really not even trying to do anything. I wasn't thinking of, like, going to college. Like, I was just like, I just want to get high school over with. I can just work. Mm-hmm. Like, a little fat, you know, I could like just work. a fast food thing, yeah. Or like, I could just work at fast food or something. Like, I wasn't thinking bigger because I was like, all I kept thinking about was sports at first. So, I had to like wake up and think deeper. And yeah, doing the internship helped me think deeper. I think I read someplace that a lot of kids think they're going to be a sports superstar, yeah. And then when that goes away, they haven't made a plan yeah, b because yeah. they're kids first of all they don't have that adult experience to look back and go well you know what i'm found in life you need to have a plan b they're yeah. kids yeah. and so they're like now what nothing yeah. i don't know i i don't have an imagination i can't imagine something else and so that's where that goodwill helped you yeah. yes ma'am that goodwill program yes ma'am. what do you feel that you learned in it um i feel like i learned like Key things that I still use today, like being considerate of my time, I guess, and like just being on point, making sure that that I get things turned in on time. Yeah. Yeah. Like just being on time and being on schedule, making sure that thing like my time sheets are turned in, making sure any projects I have to do are turned in, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like I still kind of struggle with, you know, when it's a lot of things at once. But like that's one thing that I, I took from it. 
um, how to use, like how to make campaign ads kind of really like made me think like I could open up like a Shopify store, you know, drop ship some stuff and just make a company, you know, it just, it opened up my mind. I, I learned a lot, like how to do email marketing, how I could target audiences and stuff. Like yeah. I learned a lot in that little like amount of time in that summer. I learned kind of a lot. So And so now what is if you're just joining us, we're talking today with Derek Nicholson. He is a Goodwill Impact Award winner. He went through the uh, Goodwill program. He is now in college and he's also a Goodwill Impact Award winner. What does that mean, Derek? Um I guess it just means that to me it means that I just did the right things as far as trying to better my life, I guess you can say, taking advantage of the opportunities that I had. Mm-hmm. Honestly, people have asked me that, and I, I really don't know how to answer it, to be I, honest. I I'm think sorry, it like. seems like, <laughs> from my side of things, it seems like they just want to spotlight you yeah. and remind people that this is the impact that the program can make, and this is the change that it can make in the life of a person. Yeah, yeah I agree. And so you're a shining example of that. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you seem like a nice guy and a very smart guy. What advice would you like to give young people who might be listening or older people who have young people in their lives? Yeah. Um, so the first one would be for the younger ones, I guess, would be just always like we was talking about making plans. Always have like a plan, like A, B and C, like have like multiple plans. It's not it's nothing wrong with working on multiple crafts, like make sure you perfect one or two, you know, but it's nothing wrong with working on multiple things and to better yourself. And then. You like, mean like don't just go, I'm going to be a basketball star, and yeah. then that's it. Yeah, just don't just think like, oh, I'm just going to yeah, be a basketball star. Or I'm just going to be a football star. Think bigger than that. Like, Don't think like, oh, sports can take me to college. Be like, well, like, yeah, it could take you to college, but like, what can the college give to you? You know, like the education part. Don't go and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm just playing sports. Think about the, you know, the education part, too. Even if you don't go to college, you can – like with me, I'm doing a program with Goodwill right now, um, the social media like certification class. Like that's not really like going to you know college, but it's a class and after you can get a job. So just like make sure you just educate yourself. That's really what it is. Educate for, yourself. Yeah, educate yourself. And then for the, like the older people, like I just want to say the young people in your life, show them that you care and just let them know that you support. And then. It's nothing wrong with criticizing because, like, you know, criticism is good sometimes. It lets you know, you know, it lets them know, like, hey, this isn't right. You should do this, you know. and Constructive just, criticism. Yeah, just just be, you know, be supportive. And if you don't think it's right, let them know. But don't, like, just take, you know, don't just be harsh on them because we all have our own paths to take. Just be supportive and, yeah, and give us opportunities. That's all. Like, if you want the youth to be good, just give opportunities. Like, just pass it along. Do you feel like young people overall are good and want to do good and want to succeed? It's not like they're lazy. Yeah. I, I think they I, maybe I, don't know. Yeah. I, I believe that really all humans are just, every human wants to just be comfortable. I just feel like, yeah, just giving, give a young person the opportunity no matter where they come from and things could change. Because like what they say, like you can bring a horse to the water or but you can't make them drink it. So like. It's like it just depends on the person. I can't, you know, yeah. so it just depends. But I just say give them the opportunity. Let them show you for themselves, I guess, like that. Nice. Yeah. Any final thoughts? That was a good one. No, yeah. No, no final thoughts. Okay. I appreciate it. 
Thank you. Derek Nicholson, the Goodwill Impact Award winner and uh, an upstanding guy. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now we move to Debbie Grant from Goodwill. She's the Director of Mission Integration. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, what is a Director of Mission Integration? What does that mean you do? What I do is try to help our organization as we look at our current community needs and surroundings and help identify the target populations that we are serving and try to create programs and research funding and so forth to help them come to being in our Goodwill organization. Well, that makes sense. Before you can help, you need to know what the needs are. Right, right. And how to best serve the community. And we've been working on that for the last few months in terms of identifying specific populations that we feel like in our territory need attention. Like what? What have you found, Debbie? We're working on trying to help our career coaches understand how to work with those who are homeless, veterans that have uh, exited the military, persons with disabilities, which we've always worked with, but we're going to focus on a little bit more in the future. Mm -hmm. We're also working with... um, non-native English individuals from the Hispanic Latino community, which is a new thing for us, and we're very excited about it, and we're hoping that we can help that population move forward and develop some job skills and good job placements. So the face of Nashville has changed, hasn't it? Significantly. It has changed significantly with the development and uh, all the things that are going on in our city downtown, it's making it more difficult for people to live and to have affordable housing and to be able to find the jobs and have the skills that they need. With the job market changing and the skills being required for people to work, we've got to get folks educated and trained so that they can do the jobs that the employers are needing them to do. So these days, it's not so much walk onto the job and you learn it from the ground up, you need to bring some skills to the table. You need to bring some skills to the table. One of the things that we have found a lot of people don't have, which is unfortunate, are employability skills. The very basic things that you don't know that people need or that people don't understand they need, like being on time, Mm -hmm. being there when they're supposed to be there, how they get along and handle conflict in the work setting in a reasonable way how they talk with their supervisor about their needs on the job and how they can help resolve issues that they might have. Give me an example. of How would, how would I talk to my supervisor about my needs on the job? Well, let's, let's, let's use an example of somebody who has a problem with attendance or being tardy. Perhaps when they took the job, if they have children, daycare and everything was worked out, there was no problem. But there's a change in the family situation. So because there's been a change in the family situation, My getting to work at 8 o'clock may be a problem because now I don't have that extra support in the household Mm -hmm. to help make sure that my child can get on the school bus or get to daycare or whatever in the way that I had originally intended for it to be. Right. So we have some folks that will just say, well, I can't do anything about it. And they just quit and they don't talk to their supervisor about it. So we need to help them understand when they have issues that can affect their employment They need to go ahead and talk with their supervisor and see if accommodation is in place. And sometimes it sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. If it doesn't work, then we try to help them find alternate employment Mm -hmm. in a situation that meets their needs and their setting. Are we finding that the pandemic is affecting things like child care and transportation and things like that and helping people get to work? 
it definitely has had an impact. Child care is a huge factor. People are afraid sometimes for their kids to go into public settings, which we understand. But, you know, with employers, they need to help their employees with those situations so that they can get the job done. If you can work remotely, a lot of employers, of course, are doing that. We hear more and more about that. Mm -hmm. But there are some jobs you just cannot do in a remote environment. So we're trying to help people find resources to help them get into situations where they can either get a different job or help them locate resources that will allow them to continue in the employment they have. Resources meaning the child care that child they need? Child care. Um, transportation. Transportation. Sometimes it may be something as simple as altering a schedule with an employer. You know, you could say to the employer, I can get there at such and such time, but it's a problem for me to be here at the time that you need me here. Can we make some arrangement for mm-hmm. that? And they can get the, the other services they need, perhaps with child care as an example. So what did you call those skills? The employee? Employability skills. Employability skills. Right. Getting there on time. Getting there on time, being regular in your attendance, following directions, getting along with coworkers, able to problem solve, conflict resolution skills if you're having an issue within the workplace with another employee or mm-hmm. even with your supervisor. How do you handle that? Yeah. We really want to focus on those very basic relationship skills. I found even as an individual hiring someone to help me with yard work, like giving them, here's a list of the things I want done. They say, fine, I've got that. And then if I go into the house and I come back out and see that they've done something completely different because they're like, you know, I thought those rocks around there needed to be, they needed to be moved in tighter. Now there's a gap on the other side because I moved them all in tight over here, but it looks better. I'm like, well, I didn't even ask for that to be done. So I understand that people are going to a job with ideas in mind, in their mind of what the job's going to be and how they're going to do it. But if they don't do the job the person hired them for, then that's a fail. Exactly. And the thing is, too, sometimes people do have ideas about how a job might be done differently or might be done better. Mm -hmm. And so we encourage people to share their ideas about what they think as long as they've been at the job long enough to have an opinion. You have to be careful. You know, you can't take an opinion with you too early. But if you're working with somebody and you get, you know, to know them and everything, then being able to express your ideas is really important. And I think in a culture that we're living in now, people want to be heard. And I think having the opportunity to say, here are some of my thoughts and being able to share that with somebody, perhaps a team or whatever, Mm -hmm. you come up with some great solutions. And the employer gets somebody who's going to take the initiative to try and make things better. Exactly. And do things better. Exactly. Somebody that's committed to the job and has a passion for what they're doing. Oh, I like that. So how do people get involved with the programs that Goodwill offers? We have lots of different methods. We have job fairs that we offer once a week, every Tuesday. We have nine different career solution centers throughout Middle and West Tennessee. We have job fairs that are virtual. We have job fairs that are in person every Tuesday of each week. We have an opportunity for people to just walk into our centers. They do not have to be referred by an organization. They can just self-refer themselves to our place. And we have people that... A lot of our folks that come to us are referred by other people who have had our services. Okay. That's our biggest uh, referral source are other people who have used our services and who walked in our door. Man, this worked for me. Yeah. So you need to get over there and let these guys help you. 
Are you finding there are so many shortages of workers at so many businesses, businesses everywhere with help wanted signs? Are you finding fewer people coming in to the Goodwill programs looking for work or? We have found that there has been a reduction of people coming in while the um, incentives were going on with with the financial assistance to families, it was really difficult because we tried to encourage people, while you're getting this money, come on in and let's do some training and help you get job skills. But they were afraid they would lose their benefits. So oh. so that has been sort of a, a, a mixed bag. It helps people, but it also doesn't help people in light of the fact that they're afraid to do something to help themselves because they're afraid they'll lose a benefit. Mm-hmm. But lately we've been seeing more people come in And we anticipate because it's coming to Christmas, there will be more people coming because they want those jobs to get some extra Christmas money to buy presents for their family. Mm -hmm. So we spoke with Derek Nicholson earlier. Yes, wonderful. A Goodwill Impact Award winner. What do you think about Derek's success in going through the program? And now he's in college and he's uh, helping at Monroe Harding and he's doing good in our community. What do you think about that? Is that a typical story from Goodwill? It is not as common as we would like for it to be, but yes, we have changed a number of young people's direction and the choices that they've made through mm-hmm. our services. We've had youth programs for several years. Uh, the program that Derek was in was a program that was funded by Metropolitan Government, and we are going to do that again this year. Uh, we are hoping to recruit 250 young people to come to work and get uh, employability skills training Mm -hmm. so that they can be prepared either for going on to post-secondary education or employment, because not everybody wants to go to school after they graduate from high school. They're ready to go to work. So our goal is to try to help prepare these young people to make the right choices, to see the opportunities that they have. And Derek is a great example of that. I'm curious, (laughs) because I know... As a young adult, it was hard for me uh, years ago to start getting up on time. I always wanted to sleep in. Do you find that as you're having these courses and these classes for the young people that they show up late at first? Well, yes, sometimes. But (laughs) the problem is we tell them there's some attendance requirements. If they miss a certain number of uh, days, then they are discharged from the program, much like you would if you had a job and you don't show up or you're tardy. And we work with them. If they're tardy a lot, then we can, the employer can say to us, you know, this this young person is not following through like I need for them to. Can you remove them from the program? So, yes, it's a problem. It's where we talk with them about what are your priorities. Today, this may be important to you, but what's going to be important to you tomorrow? Where do you want to be as you move forward in your life? Yeah. Just like retirement, you know, people don't think about when you're 20 years old, you don't think about retirement so much because that's so far away. True. But it happens really fast and you need to prepare for it and plan for it. And so we're trying to help them understand every choice they make today is Mm -hmm. going to have an impact on the choices they have in the future. Derek said that. He said he found out that some things he did in the past Some energy he put out in the past affected him now when he was looking at scholarships and things like that. So he said that was one thing he learned is that he needs to pay attention to what he's doing because it will impact him in the future. So that lesson was not lost on him. That's great. That's great to hear. I know, isn't it? What what do you think parents should know? What do you think uh, young people should know when they're thinking about 
getting into the job market and possibly coming to one of the Goodwill programs and getting in that way? I think one thing that we need to help our parents understand is that even though it's a program, it's a job. And they need to help the young person understand, I just can't go the days I want to and quit if I want to. It's a job. It's something that you need to learn how to make a commitment. You need to learn the responsibility for following through with that commitment. Mm -hmm. And it will encourage that young person, which will make the parent happy, to follow through in the future and make something great out of their own lives. They'll have goals and they'll be able to reach them. How do people find out more about it? They can call us at 615-742-4151. I would be happy for you to put my email address on your site so that people can contact me. And we're hoping to get out to some of the schools and let the young people know what's going on so that they can register for the program. You've been doing this how long? We started doing summer programs in 1989. Yeah. This particular program that Derek participated in, we've been doing for five years. So you seem to enjoy it. You seem I love to get it. I love it. To me, it is probably one of the most important things that we can do is to help people when they're young so that when they get older, they've, they don't have these issues going on that so many of our folks are facing now that don't have the proper education or the work experience. We want to help them have a good life from the beginning not to have to catch up. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for letting me visit with you. That's Debbie Grant, Director of Mission Integration at Goodwill. If you want to get more information, we're going to put the link. We're going to put her email so you can contact her as well. And we'll post all of that on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus. Focus.